The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. Today is Tuesday, January 21st, and we are going to be reviewing the slate of 12 intense games for tomorrow, uh, Wednesday the 22nd. And I am here with my buddy Michael Apatria. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. And we are ready to tackle this 12-game slate. How are you doing tonight, Mike? I'm living the dream, Coach. Uh, you know, it's it's a nice, fat slate after this nice, quiet showdown. That's all we had. So um, I'm looking forward to jumping back into the grind, getting through this, and you know, eliminating some of these games. I know we, this is a big card and a big slate, and we're prepared to be – uh, here for quite some time, but there's a few games I think in a few teams we can just cross off, just limit this player pool, and that's what we're going to do. We are. We're going to try to make it simple. I mean, uh, it's weird going from 14 games to one and then back to 12, sort of an odd scheduling uh, fluky thing, but I guess with the holiday, that's the way they did it. But uh, I know uh, we're both had been watching as we're recording this. Uh, on on Tuesday evening, uh, we were both watching the Mavs Clippers, which is a pretty close game. Clippers were up by seven here when we started the uh, broadcast. But rough rough news uh, losing Dwight Powell for the season. It is a ruptured Achilles, and so that definitely is going to sting the Mavs. Very sad news to see that happen. Yeah, I mean we were. Uh talking about them trying to make a move maybe on a guy like Drummond or another big and it, it just kind of you know presses the foot on the pedal as far as them trying to do that if they're serious about actually doing something this season during this playoff run that they're, that they're eventually going to go on so um, you know that stinks hopefully it's a quick recovery for him it's not obviously an easy recovery especially for big men it could sometimes uh, affect the rest of their careers but uh, you know, for season-long people, uh, Cleaver would be the guy that you'd be uh, wanting a little bit of maxi. So I guess that's going to be our guy going forward, man. Uh, until they sign yeah. somebody, we're going to be looking at some Kleba. And, I mean, uh, glass half full, I get to see a little bit more Boban. Yeah, Boban is going to have to play some minutes. He he logged some in the first half tonight when Powell went down. So, I guess it's a combination of, of Maxi and, and Boban and maybe playing Porzingis a little bit at center. He was back tonight uh, for the first time after 10 games being out with a sore knee. So we'll see, man. It's you know That's usually how it works in basketball. you got to stay healthy uh, if you want to make a run. I mean, that's just all there is to do it. So I uh, also want to mention, too, you know, and then we'll, we'll dive into the slate. Did you happen to see the Kansas-Kansas State fight? At, yeah, uh, dude. That, oh that was my goodness. Serious. That was that serious. Chairs. Um, listen. Yeah. I I understand that maybe some dorm rooms don't have like the best cable selection while you're in college. Um, you know, I've seen I've seen everything. But there's no chance that they that that young kid did not see the reactions and the blow up with Mason Rudolph getting hit in the head with a helmet during the football season. 
What could possess yeah. somebody to pick up a stool or a chair to hit another player I, or it uh, makes no whoever. sense. You know, just for the simple if 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 not the backlash, there's a simple morality in it of, you know, throwing fists is one thing. We've seen that happen on the court plenty of times. We've seen that happen in sports plenty of times. You know, it's not something that we love to see. I mean, some sports maybe, uh, but it's something that we're kind of used to. You know, it, it doesn't draw the public attention as much. But once you start picking up a weapon or anything like that, uh, it's just a whole new level. Yeah, and they, they were like into the cheerleaders area, almost into the crowd. It was one of the worst I've seen in a long time. So I just I, I just wanted to mention because I, I couldn't get over it. But uh, craziness there, Mr. Apatria. Everybody's going crazy. But uh, let's get this ship sailing buddy uh well let me start out first of all by uh thanking our presenting sponsor my bookie uh we would recommend that you go to mybookie.ag put in the promo code today uh that has changed it used to be dfs today but now it's just today t-o-d-a-y and you will get uh half of your first deposit matched by my bookie so uh, that goes all the way up to a thousand. So if you put two grand in, they give you a grand for free, which sounds pretty good in my book. I think you, you got to take advantage of that at some point uh, if you're going to be playing the Super Bowl or uh, you know some of the big events coming up. So uh, also uh, on Twitter, go to at Hoopball Gaming. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-G-A-M-I-N-G. Uh, that is the new uh, Twitter handle that. Uh, really brings together the hoop ball and uh, the my bookie uh, product. Also, a new podcast for the hoop ball family on the gaming side as well. So uh, I listened to that uh, show a little bit. Their first one out of the shoot, and it was fantastic. So I highly recommend that. So uh, definitely uh, want to hit up mybookie.ag. Also, our uh, one of our founding sponsors, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. One of our favorites, certainly Mike and I talk about all the time, especially on our weekend shows when we are uh, sipping that during the show. Um, definitely want to go to their website, Hawaiian Isles uh, Kona Coffee, or just look them up uh, on Amazon, a couple of clicks, and it is at your door that next day with their, with their renaming the Andrew Hansen Gold Clip on the top of the the package so there you go um all right man that is what we needed to get started uh i think what we'll do is what we did last time we had a big slate and there were several injuries rather than just taking one by one as we go through these games i think it helps expedite a little bit as we're going through it uh, lays out the information a little bit better uh and since it is updated right now uh, for tomorrow, and with no games today, it's it's pretty up to date. So I'm going to buzz through this. The list is sort of long. So if you're going to take uh, notes or mental notes or replay this, definitely when you start building these lineups. Again, we're doing this on Tuesday night uh, so that you could listen to it on the way to work and your commute on Wednesday or during the day. Start building those shell lineups and the information here is certainly going to be important when you're doing that. And I'll tell you what, uh, it opens up massive value. I've already looked this over. 
So it's going to be one of those days where you can play some studs and then get some really good value guys. You don't have to go scrub. So it's good stuff. All right, here we go. I'm going to run through it, and we'll go from there. Uh, Mason Plumley is out. Gary Harris is doubtful. Jamal Murray out. Paul Millsap out. So Denver is in shambles. Definitely value city there. Uh, Cam Johnson for Phoenix, questionable. Aaron Baines is out. Uh, Maurice Hartless, uh, oh, he's, that was for tonight. He is playing against the Mavs. Uh, Goran Dragic is probable tomorrow for Miami. Duncan Robinson is questionable, though. He uh, sprained his ankle uh, in that last game, so he may sit. Um, but we'll have to see how that goes. Austin Rivers, questionable. Um, Jimmy Butler is probable, so it looks like he'll lace him up against Miami. And then this guy stays on the list just to make me pronounce it. Uh, uh, as in just Passenix from Washington. That's the best I can do, man. He is questionable, so he remains on that list. Uh, when And he has gotten good minutes when he does play. He's done a decent job, but uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Tim Frazier out for Detroit. Laurie Markin improbable, Rondo, and Anthony Davis probable for the Lakers. Uh, Markeith Morris probable. Reggie Jackson has made it onto the list. He's actually questionable uh, for the game tomorrow, so that would be a huge addition for Detroit uh, to get back. He's been out forever. Uh, let's see. For Golden State, they've got questionable Jake and Jacob Evans, probable Glenn Robinson, Draymond Green is going to play this game after sitting out the last one. Here's some interesting news, though. Speaking of Drummond, he's questionable. He may not play tomorrow because he lost a tooth at the end of Monday's game and it gashed, made a big gash in his lip, and he had to have stitches and he has a bunch of discomfort in his um, mouth with this laceration. So fun, fun fact, one. bizarre, huh? <clears throat> Fun fact, it's uh, actually the second time he's lost that tooth. That's craziness. I would say just put one of those masks on, dude, and get out there, but it is what it is. All right, a couple of guys out for the Thunder, Nader and Terrence Ferguson. Kenrich Williams remains out for the Pelicans. And then listen to this list of Pelicans, all questionable, 50-50. Jaleel Okafor for Josh Hart. Derek Favors, all might play or not play. Uh, Reddick and Drew Holiday and Zion Williamson are probable. So it looks like we very well may see Zion. I read somewhere that he was going to start. And I also read that he wasn't on a minutes restriction, which seems sort of bizarre. But we will see, man. So we'll talk about him a little bit. Uh, certainly everybody's going to be wanting to roster him in his first game. Um, Knicks have uh, questionable in Dennis Smith Jr. and Marcus Morris, which makes a big difference in that Knicks game. Uh, looks like Rudy Gay will be back. He's probable for San Antonio. And then we have some questionable uh, designations with Alex Lynn in Atlanta. Nerlens Noel is definitely questionable uh, with his ankle for the Thunder. And Steven Adams is questionable. Uh, with his ankle. So they have both big guys might not play. 
Jalen Brown injured a sprained right ankle, the theme of the day. He is questionable, but it does look like Walker has a good chance to play. Uh, his knee is sore, left knee is sore, but he's probable. And then we finish up with Aaron Holiday, questionable for the Pacers. And there should be more news that actually breaks tomorrow. So that list is becoming insane. But uh, for the DFS world, you know, and some of that news is sort of cool because it, it gets us that value that we need to to make our lineups and get it going. So, all right, dude, that's it. You Can you remember all that and read it back to me verbatim? Yeah, I got you real quick. Hold on, just give me one second. Well, uh... <laughs> no worries, no worries. All right, seven o'clock. We have two, seven, uh, three seven o'clock games actually. First one is Sacramento at the toothless uh, Andre Drummond led Detroit Pistons, and he may not play. So, uh, first game on the board, buddy. Sacramento Kings at Pistons. Go for it. Yeah, so um, as far as, uh, you know, crossing games off and not having a ton of interest, this is, you know, to lead them off one of the games that's going to kind of hit those marks for me. Uh, if Andre Drummond sits, obviously I'd have a ton of interest in Christian Wood, and then I think we can also look at Siku. Uh, you'd also see Derek Rose probably take on heavy, heavy usage with both those guys off the floor. He's kind of been playing um, out of his mind over the past couple of weeks, so... Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind looking at those three guys. I, I probably wouldn't end up getting to too much roses with some of the other options that we have and better matchups on the slate. But Christian Wood would firmly cement himself into play. He's only 4K on DraftKings. Um, so probably one of my main options. And if Drummond's out, I would I would think I'd feel a little bit better about going to Bagley, but he's up to 6,500 on DK. He's playing a firm minute, so, so yeah. I'm not going to cross him off. Uh, but he'd probably be my only real option. I'd be taking a look at it the other side. Yeah, not bad. And, you know, I, I'm with you on the Christian Wood take. He'll probably be one of the most popular guys on the slate at that price if Drummond does sit. Um, with uh, I'm interested, though, on uh, the Reggie Jackson being questionable. If he gets some minutes, if that's going to cut into uh, what Derrick Rose has been doing, that's something to keep an eye on tomorrow as well. Um, but... You know, really, other than that, I guess the rookie Seku, you know, could be in play there also with Drummond out. He seems to to get on the glass. But uh, those are the only two guys uh, that I'd be looking at from the Pistons side. So we're on the same page there. And and then on the King side, you know, you mentioned Bagley. His price has definitely jumped up, uh, but he's playing good ball and he's he's got his minutes set. Um I, you know, I also like uh, De'Aaron Fox a little bit in this game. I think. Uh, What's this FanDuel you know, price? Uh, I'm not sure right now. I can look. He, he's 83 on DK, so it's like a fair price tag. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a little high. It's, yeah, uh, exactly. It's nothing I feel great about. With 12 games on, there's just probably like four or five other guys I'd probably prefer at the end of the day. So, um I don't think I end up getting to him. I don't mind him if you, if you're like a, a you know drawn to him and you really want to play him. Not gonna knock you for it. There we go. I got both of them out of the way in the first uh, one of the first. Yeah, players. you're getting. You're, uh, <laughs> I heard that some of our our listeners are starting to play a patria bingo now with your sayings. So they have their the sayings all listed, and when you get one of your you know juice on the bones, they cross it off. 
and they see if they can make bingo while they're uh, talking. So that's pretty interesting. <laughs> we'll get there. We get, I, I think I, I probably have a solid three or four that I just, you know, I don't even realize it until somebody mentions it. I just start cracking up because I'm like, holy crap, they're right. And I go back and I listen to a pot here and there and count how many times. It's pretty funny. Yeah, you do. You do get stuck on a few of those, but you know what? It's it's all good. We all do that, so it's no worries. Uh, I know. I think I say no worries a lot too, so that's one of mine. But um, uh, as far as you know, the, the pricing too. The other thing I want to mention as we're going here with this, um, you know, we're talking a little bit about you know like Fox's price on on DraftKings. You really have to. Uh, study these different sites <clears throat> i've noticed uh, quite a disparity between the pricing uh especially on fandle and DraftKings, uh two of the bigger ones more so than in the past so i don't know you know what algorithms they're following to make those that pricing or not but uh, something certainly to keep an eye on because it does vary from site to site quite a bit all right um I think that takes care of that game. Second game, uh, Thunder and Magic. Uh, and we don't have any lines uh, when we do the, the night before, but you know, I know it gives everybody a heads up. I love talking about the lines because you know you can get the blowout effect in there and also sort of the the totals. So you know uh, that's the only down downside of doing it the night before. But you want to check those as well because Vegas has a tendency to to know. Uh, pretty darn good, you know, what, what the trend is going to be there, uh, and, and that definitely has an effect on it. So, But we have the, the Thunder at the Magic, uh, 7 o'clock game. Um, obviously, some bigs from the Thunder being questionable are going to have a, a large effect on that game uh, without question. But uh, what, what's your take on Thunder Magic? I'll start with the away team, and obviously a lot's going to have to do with what's going to be in that Thunder front court. You hit on that right off the top. Um, you know, if Adams and Noel are out, I would probably have take a strong look at a guy like Gallinari. I'm not going to go chase the value with a guy like Muscala unless you absolutely uh, – it just makes your lineup work. They're going to try to keep it as small as possible, but they're not going to be able to get away with it. And that's where we'll get to the other side. Vucevic should be able to decimate them if their front court's out. Uh, keep an eye on that. That's $8,300 price tag. Nor That's basically taken to adjustment of the matchup and those guys playing. Um, yeah. He's He's been crushing that price tag as of late. So he's, he'll be a little underpriced and he'll be walking into a good matchup. So he'd probably be the only option I'm really looking at in this game as a whole. Um, you know, maybe a, a tad of uh, Gallinari here or there. Probably not going to go to too, uh, to too many of the guards, the backcourt in this one. Yeah. I. You know what? We're, we're really on the same page here, I think. Uh, if Adams and Noel sit, I mean, Vuk's going to be my center. It's just that simple. I think, you know, they just don't have anybody else to stop them. And, you know, I think they're going to need them in this game. Uh, so I think that's automatic. Um, you know, even if just one of them's out, I'm still going to take a good long look at Vuk because he's consistently been good. There's no, no question about it. Um, as far as the, the, the other guys, you know, I just uh, – don't see a real need to push the envelope. I know Colt has, has done much better, but he's going to get CP3 defense and uh, just not a, not a lot of other interest. You could be pretty picky in these games when you have 24 teams playing. So uh, I don't, you know, I think you have to push the 
the envelope there. And same thing with the Thunder. I mean, there's so much value on this slate with all the guys out for Denver and multiple teams. Uh, I really don't think you have to force like a Mike Muscala play, even if he uh, does start at center for them, because, you know, you're looking at a low floor and low ceiling, really. I mean, uh, it's just a, a little risky on a slate this big. Um, on the Thunder side of the ball, though, it's hard not to, to talk about C3, CP3 a little bit because he's just been so good and so consistent. Uh, you know, and he's 7,400 on FanDuel, which I think is super, super fair. So he may be in my player pool. I can't believe I've been on the CP3 bandwagon again here. Uh, I didn't expect that, you know, to go that direction. But he did make a statement. They asked him uh, yesterday if he was going to opt out of his deal for next year for $47 million or whatever it is. I think that's some stupid number like that uh, to, you know, to make him – uh, easily traded to go to a contender, and he says basically said no way in hell is he going to opt out of that. So well, you know, yeah, very I, I, I'd be with him. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> pretty stupid. Uh, but I think he he remains uh, with the Thunder. But and they're playing good balls, so why not? You know, I don't I don't mind it. Um, I'm I kind of have to like start limiting. I'm being very picky. You hit you said that word, and that's the perfect way to describe it. And, there's there's one guy at the you know exact same price tag, who I absolutely love at the same position that we'll get to, um, and then a, you know two guys that are few you know a few hundred dollars cheaper that I'm going to have some majority of shares in as well. Yeah, and I'll tell you on these big slates, I, I find myself drawn to uh, FanDuel because you could take two at each position and roster nine guys. It it just gives you a little bit more leeway you know you don't have to just take one point guard or whatever uh you know yes there's flexibility on adding some of the other positions but it's not uh, as deep of a roster as on Fanduel. so just something to also keep in mind but uh all right uh anything else on that game uh nope that's all i got okay Game three, uh, the third seven o'clock game, which, you know, you got to love those early games because any late news and lineups and all that come out before lock. So that's comforting for the uh, non-swap slate, slates uh, and sites, I should say. Uh, we got the 29 and 16 Sixers at the 29 and 14 Raptors. Outstanding game. Uh, again, seven o'clock game. Um, you know, Raptors got a lot of their pieces back. I think just about everybody's playing for them. Sixers still obviously without Embiid. Uh, this should be an, a, a good game. I, I think Toronto, uh, you know, with all their, their players back, start. I expect them to go on a little bit of a streak. And I think they'll, they'll handle Philly tomorrow. But uh, who do you like out of this game? Yeah, so I um, I alluded to some other pieces. Toronto side, um, not a lot. I, I'm being picky again. I don't. I know that you know. I mean, I'm sorry. I said not in Toronto. On the Philly side, not a lot. Um, that's what I meant to say. Everyone's okay. priced right. If you wanted to take a shot at a guy uh, like Tobias Harris, he'd probably be my preferred option over Horford and Simmons. Simmons has been playing absolutely phenomenal, though. I don't want to take anything away from him. He's been crushing. 9300 yeah. is more than a fair price tag. I'm not going to, like, you know, knock it. There you go. I'll get it out again. Um, mm. 
But I'm I'm kind of taking more of a fair and balanced approach so far, the way my builds are looking on this slate. So I, even getting the 93, if I'm going to get up there, I'd rather just spend the extra two grand, go you know uh, balls to the wall and play a guy like Harden if that's the case. But um, I'm really just looking at Tobias Harris on the Philly side. Matisse has been playing well as well, but probably not going to get there. I'd rather go cheaper with some of those Denver guys we'll get to later. But the Toronto side is just severely underpriced on DK. We have to take notice. Siakam's been facing a little bit of a minutes restriction, so keep an eye on that. If that's lifted, he should not be priced at 6900 uh, No Joel Embiid helps him out a little bit. And Kyle Lauer at 66 um, His minutes have been down over the past few games. He left that Minnesota game early. He collided knees with somebody. So uh, we also saw the minutes down to 29 against Atlanta in the last one. That wasn't really a blowout. So I, I'm just suspecting maybe he had a little bit of a sore knee the following day or two days. So yeah. if his, his minutes should be right back up to where they normally are. And 6,600, he'll be one of my favorite guard plays on the slate. Well, this is a perfect example of, of you know, playing guys on certain sites. Uh, Lowry's eight grand on FanDuel. So, I mean, you t- I think that's too high, but I think 66 is definitely too low. I mean – that's a plug-and-play for me on DraftKings where I won't uh, be uh, rostering him on FanDuel. So, again, you know, it's odd because usually FanDuel and DraftKings are pretty close in their pricing, but we're talking 6600 to 8000 uh, That's amazing uh, difference in pricing there. So, you know, it's something to take, uh, you know, note, note of when you're building your rosters. And another reason that I tell everybody this all the time, you know, they want to pick, you know, people like to pick the guys they like and then just put them in on multiple sites. And you can't do that because the build, the pricing, everything's different. You got to look at each site uh, in each slate that you're pay, playing and play it based on, on what that pricing is. So, uh, you know, the problem we talked about this a little bit the other day, the other day is you know the, the one thing about toronto's guys all being back is uh they're just there's so many miles to feed i mean when when we had siakam and and van vliet and all these guys out it was easy to to dial up like a lowry and a bocker when lowry was out it was you know you had van vliet is the main guy now it's it's just getting really shared quite a bit and philly is a really strong def- defensive team so, again, this falls under, I think the last time they played, I said the same thing. You know, this is one of the games I want to watch, but not one of the games that I really want to roster. Um, I think Harris will probably be guarded by Siakam, which, you know, I think he's a shutdown defender. So that makes me a little worried there. Um, you know, I, I, I doubt that I will utilize anybody in this game, Mike. Am I crazy? No, I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm really just taking advantage of the price tag. So if you're playing a lot of FanDuel over there, and these price tags aren't looking, you know, as good as they are over here. Siakam 69 and, and Lowry at 66 are just jumping off the page uh, yeah. for me. Especially because Lowry's, you know, seemingly performed well against Philadelphia throughout his career. I know this game's going to be in Toronto. He's a Villanova guy. but Yeah, at that price though you know the price difference is so significant Can't ignore you, that you got to look at it yeah there's no doubt siakam 7300 on fanduel by the way so um a little bit of difference there but nothing like uh with lowry okay let's go to the second flight of games uh there are four 730 starts 
First one is the LA Clippers, 30 and 13, who are playing the Mavericks right now. And the Atlanta Hawks are 10 and 34. Not too sharp of a record there. Uh, crazy price uh, on Mr. Trey Young, but he has been producing. But still on this size slate, I don't know if you want to go at that big of a price. But uh, anybody jump out at you, Clippers Hawks? Oh yeah, absolutely, Coach. Um, I, they, we we got right to the two guys, two of my favorite guards, Kyle Lowry, uh, and the second one's going to be in this game. Um, I'm going to have a ton and I, a ton of shares. I can't stress it enough of Lou Williams. Uh, he's yeah. 7,300. Uh, we talk about point guards going against Atlanta every single day. Patrick Beverly actually left today's game with a groin injury. Um, it's back to back. Oh, did he really? Yes. Uh, back to back game. Um, so one well, can Bob, imagine. More than likely Kawhi's going to sit. I mean, Kawhi, he yep. never plays back to back and it's against Atlanta. So, no Good Kawhi, chance. no Paul George. Yeah. No Kawhi, no Paul George, no Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Um, that's all I need to hear. Sign me up. Lou Williams, 7,300 against the Hawks. Uh, I'm going to have tons of shares of them all over the place. Yeah. So that's why it's going to be hard for me to, you know, get to that. Uh, some of those other guys that we, you know, we mentioned some of those guys over there in OKC, Chris Paul's, uh, Shays, because they're right around that same price tag. So yeah. I'm going to have a lot of him. Uh, I, I don't. Probably pair that with some uh, Montrez Harrell. You can even one-off those guys in either oh, spots. Definitely. I prefer Williams over. Um, and then if you want to take a stab at a guy like Mo Harkless, he should probably see some fair minutes. We want to see how he comes out of this game. He was dealing with a sore back, so we we'll want to make sure that his back still not bothering him too much. But if he's going to play a normal workload with those guys out, uh, he could step in as a halfway decent value play. And the same could be said with your Michael Green. Um, on the Atlanta side, I don't mind paying the price tag for Trey Young. Um, I don't know what he's looking like over there on FanDuel. He's ninety five hundred. Ten two. Right. He's ninety five on DK, so that's I can yeah. stomach that, especially knowing that Beverly has a uh, decent chance of sitting after injury or his groin, and there's going to be uh, no Kawhi. So um, you know, playing a Lou Will, running it back with Trey Young, that seems like it's really fun. And they actually gave us a, a little bit of a tempting John's uh, John Collins price tag at seventy one hundred as well. So I'm gonna have a ton of interest in this game, uh, but spending up on the guys in Atlanta and then just loading up on those guys, taking advantage of all that usage that's gonna be there on the Clipper side of the ball. Yeah, good stuff, man. I, I'll tell you what, I uh, I am gonna start every lineup tomorrow, hundred percent with Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams. I think that their usage with Kawhi and Paul George and now the possibility of Beverly being either limited or out against a horrific Atlanta defense, uh, man, I, I don't know how you don't start with those two guys because they're fairly priced and uh, they they could be two of the higher scorers. If, if Atlanta can keep this game close, which – you would think they have a good chance to being that the Clippers are on a back-to-back and their two superstars aren't playing. Um, you know, as far as Trey Young goes, uh, you know, I get it. I think it makes perfect sense, you know, to come back with him on the other side. But I just don't want to – I don't want any of the 10,000-plus dudes on this big of a slate when there are so many good players. So I'll probably follow up with John Collins on the other side. Um, I think, you know, obviously with George and, and uh, well, the three best first team all NBA defenders for the Clippers being out, uh, you know, is going to make a big difference for Atlanta. So, you know, I, I think they're going to score the ball. So John Collins, I think, is 
still very fairly priced and is capable of, of just having a, a, a huge game at any time. So I'll probably try to balance out the play there with Williams, Harrell, and uh, Collins. All righty. I like it. All right, man. We go to uh, the second 7.30 game. The 20 and 23 Memphis Grizzlies at the Boston Celtics at 28 up and 14 down. Uh, Interesting game. Who is the standout for you in this one, Mike? Uh, Let's start with the away team. I'll start with the Grizzlies. Um, Not too much interest in John Morant coming in at 7,600 on DK. Uh, Several reasons. Tough matchup. Mentioned a few other guys already that I like more. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we can take a look at Valchunas just because, you know, Big's going against Boston could sometimes do some damage. 6700 is a fair price tag on DK. Um, and, you know, the floor, it doesn't even kill you even in limited minutes. Came out and played 21 minutes against New Orleans, still put up 33.75 DK points. So that's not absolutely crushing you. And we've seen, um, you know, countless times where he's getting 28, 29, 32 minutes. He has that ceiling of 60 and pretty much a floor of 40 at that point. Um, so he'd probably be my main option I'm looking at if you if you want to take anybody. Um, not a ton of interest in this game as a whole. Uh, you know, the Boston guys, we just kind of have to keep an eye on Jalen Brown's ankle. Otherwise, it looks like they're pretty much going to be good to go. Uh, but Gordon Hayward is is a little bit um, a little bit interesting, I think. You know, I could take a look at his price tag at fifty eight hundred. Um, he's slowly starting to get down to that. Once I start to see maybe like a fifty six and a fifty five, that's when I might jump on it though. Yeah, no, I I can see that. Um, for the Grizz, for me, you know, I'm with you. I think uh, Jaw's a little overpriced. I'm not going to go the Joval direction i just don't feel it on on this size slate and and boston does defend well i i like their defensive scheme so i'm not going with any grizzlies but i you know it's such a pace up game for boston against memphis i think that uh that's going to play into the hands of of really some of these boston guys just to get more attempts and i wouldn't mind you know spending the money on jason tatum uh you know i think kemba might even be a decent play. Um, and, and you know, I think I agree with you on the Gordon Hayward play. I think he's also uh, has a chance to get in there. Uh, Tatum, at least on Fandles, down to 7,600. So I think that's very fair for, uh, you know, a pace-up game like this. He's averaging 38.4 fantasy points a game. So Tatum's probably my, my top choice. But I would not be surprised if I end up at least in a GPP with uh, Hayward or Kemba in there as well. Uh, yeah, I can, I can see the Kemba play. We, we, we always talk about how poor Morant's defense is, and how we've seen plenty of point guards take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't seem to be getting his offensive game's going through the roof, but defensively, uh, I don't he's going to the Trey, Trey Young school of defense as a right now so we will see how that rolls hey put on a show for those grizzlies fans that's all they care about right now just let them have some fun yeah the the new school uh fans want to see just you know running and gunning and dunks you know they don't pay to see the charges in in lockdown d I like that's what I like, and I <laughs> those old school jerseys. Were give me Pat so Bev and those guys. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. 
All right, let's move to another 7:30 game. Uh, it is the Wizards at 14 and 28 at the 30 and 13, which is pretty darn uh, good record for the Miami Heat. Um, again, we you know uh, Butler looks like he's playing. The only regular that may be out is Duncan Robinson. Um, you know, Washington Beal seems to be back in the mix. Uh, this is the game, though, I remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Miami was playing at Washington. Washington was – everybody was sitting. Beal was out. Everybody was out. Miami was at full strength, and Washington smashed them. So go figure, man. Uh, but I would think Miami will have that uh, at the top of their minds and come out here and play some serious ball. Um you know, uh, I think this game has a possibility of blowing out, but I said the same thing a couple of weeks ago, and it blew out the wrong direction. So um, I guess, you know, for me, Butler's in play. I think Beal's in play. I like, uh, you know, the fact that uh, – I'm sorry, not Beal. Um, Bam is what I was trying to say. I'm getting the Bs mixed up. But, you know, I think Bam is in play and Butler from the Miami side. I think, uh, you know, I've been sticking with those two guys or one or the other, uh, and they seem to hit value all the time. Um, the Washington side, I'm not going to go uh, with Beal because of the Butler lockdown defensive aspect to it. And, What's his price you know, tag on Fandle? For Bradley Beal? Yes. Bradley Beal is um, – 7,200. Same thing on DK. So, that that is a guy. I'm two weeks ago, him. he was 9,400, bro. That's why. I, that, that's the only reason I asked you, because he's, he's the same price tag on DK. And um, 33 minutes in the last game at 7,200. Why, why would he drop that dramatically? Because he was the limited minutes when he first came back, 23, 27, 27. That dropped his price tag down, and then he he's back up to 33. So he I'm, does I'm, get Jimmy Buckets defense, though, but that price is ridiculous. It's a tempting price tag, so I'm going to have a few shares of him. I'm not going to go overboard, but I'll definitely have a few shares. Yeah, that I, I'm glad you brought that up because that is silly pricing. But uh, he'll definitely get some ownership at that number. There's no doubt about it. I mean, people have been paying nine grand for him most of the season. So, uh, but I don't know. I, I still am concerned. Uh, with playing in Miami. And the other Wizards guys, I was saying, you know, you just get, there's so many guys chipping in. Bertans is back now. Peyton had a good game this last game. McCray is up and down. You just don't know what the heck is going on there with Bryant back inside. I just, I don't want any of that mess of the Wizards right now. But, uh, you know, I, you can count on me definitely having one, one of those two heat studs in there. But, uh, what about you? What else you got there? Uh, just Beal for Washington for me. I'm not going to touch anything else over there. I don't mind looking at Jimmy Butler and Bam. I, you know, the one thing that worries me about them in this matchup that if, if we see one of those big explosive games from them, odds are we're not going to see a big explosive fourth quarter for them. Um, that's the only thing that worries me. These guys, they both tend to have good nights at the same time. And this, if that case, this game might get out of hand. So I'll probably be looking at a couple of the ancillary pieces more, maybe like a Kendrick Nunn. He's been playing well, especially with Duncan Robinson, uh, being questionable and justice Winslow still out. And that would also open up if, uh, Duncan has to sit, it would open up a few extra minutes for guys like, uh, 
Derek Jones Jr. and Tyler Hero. Just, you know, maybe keep an eye on Hero's status and uh, any news on him. He's just been dealing with some knee soreness in the past few games, made his return in the last one, so it'll only be a second game back. So I just don't know if they're going to rush out there and start playing him 30-plus minutes uh, just yet. And in that case, we'll probably see those minutes go to Derek Jones. Yeah, and Jones has been decent. I mean, he, he's been uh, consistent. I'll tell you the guy that, that – the other guy that's an interesting guy is Goran Dragic. He's down to 4,400 on Vandal. Oh, and yeah. So, you know, that's, that's just like dirt cheap. He's 59, um, 59 on DK. That's the discrepancy right there. How can you? How can he be 4,400? Uh, you know who's uh, – this will tell you how bad it is. He's so low, he's down there with Monte Morris, Emmanuel Moutier, Kobe White, Isaiah Thomas, Edmund Sumner is only a couple hundred dollars cheaper. So I don't know what the deal is, but – Examine this pricing because I'll tell you there there are guys that it, you just cannot pass up uh, on some of these bargains and it's not consistent. Some are on Fanduel, some are on DraftKings. So you got to really study it. But uh, you know a price like that, you got to be kidding. That's nuts. But uh, all right, man, excellent. Uh, we are six down, six to go. So just a quick reminder, uh, my bookie is our presenting sponsor. Go to mybookie.ag, put in the promo code TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, and you will get 50% of your first deposit matched in for free by the good people at mybookie. Great customer service, quick payouts. Uh, also on Twitter, at HoopBallGaming, uh, to follow all the news and everything going on uh, in the mybookie and HoopBall world. Also um, wanted to mention our podcast, as you know, our NBA seven-day-a-week in front of the paywall podcasts. So you can look us up uh, just by searching DFS Today, or you can search NBA DFS Today. We will come up. Uh, and we're everywhere, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube. If you have access to uh, pull a podcast, up we are going to be there and our one ask every show is that you take that 15 to 30 seconds to rate review or subscribe click the remind bell for one of when one of our pods posts you know hit the five stars for us if you would a like a thumbs up a couple positive words on a review all of that stuff makes a big difference as we grow the show uh, as our listenership uh, in, in, continues to increase and as we get more uh, interest from sponsors our, you know our goal as you know is is uh, 12 months a year we are covering every NBA DFS thing possible from summer league to the Olympics to preseason and a regular to post we have it all every every game that is offered that you can play in DFS uh, we're on it and uh, you know shout out to all the folks uh, you know all over the world that are listening to the show now we've uh, it's it's a blast to hear a, a great following from our folks in australia england pakistan india uh you know it's just been fantastic to see uh you know the responses and, and we just love it so please keep tweeting at us keep making the comments the reviews we just absolutely love it 
And uh, when you have a win, you know, tweet us because we want to show some love and, and get the word out there for you because uh, we love to celebrate victories. We've had some people uh, take down some great stuff. You know, I've been uh, bragging for the last couple of weeks because my man uh, Rashad, over, Rashad over in uh, Australia took that big DK competition down a couple of weeks ago. So that was really cool. So keep us informed on that stuff. Uh, you can tweet at me anytime. I'm at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. My man there is at M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Our other two DFS pros, Andrew is at Language Olympic, and our man Miles is M-Y-L-E-S-6565. So anytime, give give us uh, any feedback, questions, comments. Uh, We generally will get back to everybody I think all of our pros have done a fantastic job in doing that. And you can also go to at Hoopball Fantasy, all one word, uh, and you, that will uh, bring together all the information that is being posted at Hoopball and all by all of our DFS pros. Uh, or you can go directly to hoop-ball.com, click on forums, DFS thread, and our man Andy Gallagher is updating that constantly throughout the day. Uh, to give you all the news, injuries, scratches, lines, you name it, we are posting it up there. So uh, we really appreciate that. And uh, good stuff. Okay, we got six more, so let's get this done. Um, I'm tempted to do a, a check-in. I have to do it right live on the radio. My son is over there. How are we doing with that Mavs-Clippers game, son? Oh, my goodness. Mavs are down three with 24 seconds, Mr. Apatria. How's that for live, little live podcast update? I'd be lying if I said I wasn't watching it right now. You coach. dirty dog. You <laughs> see, I, I do the show away from the TV so I'm not distracted because I'm committed to our listeners, buddy. So you probably like had a soda, ate a sandwich, Gatorade. and watched the game when I was going through all that stuff, didn't you, you dog? Absolutely. During the ad read, absolutely. I have my kids. <laughs> it's, it's a Gatorade. It's not a soda. I would love a sandwich, but I ate the early, all the turkey earlier. Oh, uh, but God. you would have, yeah, I'm right there. You, you pretty much painted that picture perfectly. Whatever, man. You're probably sitting back there, feet up, watching the game. Man, I'll tell you, I gotta learn from you, Mike. You, you're, you got, you're a lot smarter than me. I'm here grinding away with the pen and all the stats and getting all the stuff out here. You know, somebody's <laughs> got to sacrifice for our listeners out there, Apatria. That's it, man. You, you hold down the fort. You make it easy for me. That's it. You do such a great job. I get to sit back sometimes, kick my feet up with my Gatorade and my sandwich, watching the game. Whatever. And then I usually get those texts. Uh, with uh, in the quotations, if you could see me right now, I'm doing those little air quotes in the air. Technical difficulties, coach. Can you cover the show solo tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting. I'm not gonna fall for this technical difficulties baloney anymore either, buddy. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm done giving you a hard time. I'll let you. I'll let you off the hook. How did it finish? Did we hit a three to tie it, son? Oh, okay. So we're not out. Hardaway missed a wide open three to tie. Come on, Mike. 
You're supposed to be rooting us on over there. What are you doing? Trying to keep it quiet. Sorry, I don't, sir. I, Tim Hardaway Jr. He has enough bad blood in my life. I don't. I don't need to have any uh, any more shares of that. He has not been he'll the be guy for soon. you. He'll be gone soon. You think he'll be part of that trade to get a center in here? Yeah, absolutely. He's going to be the contract uh, to get us that center, hopefully. Clippers missed two foul shots. Timeout. Mavs, they're going to get another three-point attempt. Little, little Luke a step back is what I'm thinking. So if we'll give a little play-by-play here, as uh, but we'll jump into this uh, next game as we are on a timeout. Uh, Lakers, 34-9. and nine at the your favorite team in the league if i'm not mistaken the new york knicks are or i guess i'm mistaken 12 and 32 uh what do you think about this game is it going to blow out we know morris might not play looks like the lakers are, are uh davis and lebron are good so yeah, what do you save, think Mike? save the breath coach i'm not touching anybody in this game no That's not a single player you don't want to stack this game up at all not huh? a single soul what about Julius Randle? Whenever he plays the Lakers, he loves to stick it to him. And no. if Morris isn't playing, I think Julius is a nope. reasonable play. Nope. Won't uh-huh. do it. Not against that front court. Not a chance. Uh, that's how, you know, in the past when he was playing over there in New Orleans, he was able to do that. This season, he played 31 minutes against him. He put up a, a modest 35 DK points, 7,600. Um, that's not going to get it done for me. Shot five of sixteen. He struggled from the floor. I yeah. don't think he's going to be able to hit with the size that they have and the bodies, especially if Davis plays. Not a chance. I'm not touching anybody in this game. Yeah, it's it's hard to roster anybody against uh, Davis like that head to head. But he, and he's 7,800 on Fanduel, which sort of costly. But I do, you know, he's extra motivated against the Lakers every time. There's no doubt about it. So I'm always tempted, man. I did roster him last time. I wasn't thrilled, so I still remember that. Well. Let me let me just tell you this, coach. When I when I watch a basketball game, I get extra motivated to to dunk. Um, but when I go outside, I still can't do it. It's a shame. I wish I could. Really? Yeah, you know, I can't dunk, coach. No, not even. Well, I I just oh, five, uh, I just dunked right now. Uh, my cookie into the mill. I knew you were eating. Little... See, look at that. You're you're calling me out for the sandwiches chocolate over here. Cookie. Yeah, you got the chocolate chip cookies and milk while you're watching. The oh, so how nice! Busted. Well, uh, you can't you can't say that I can't dunk because yeah. I just proved right now on the air live I can dunk. That's it. True. That's it. It's in the it's in the books. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm done. Get get me away from this game though, coach. This is this is the one that I hope people go to. Uh, there's some names in there, and I'm not touching anybody. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna pay up for LeBron or AD in a game oh, like this. Yeah. Could be lopsided, and it just it's not worth it. And AD may be still, you know, coming along slower. It's just a great game to pass. I may put Julius Randle in the GPP just because I'm hard-headed, but other than that, I'm not playing anybody else there. So let's go to the. Uh, uh, there's a. Uh, duo of eight o'clock games the first one is t wolves 15 and 28 against the bulls 16 and 29 couple of teams uh underachieving here uh what do you what do you think any standout sleeper picks for you are you going to the cat train again or what's the word 
Um, I, so if if you wanted to spend up on a guy over 10K, I don't mind Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, the Bulls have been pretty poor against opposing front courts, especially with all the injuries that they're dealing with. He's yeah. back up to his ramped up 35 minutes in the last one, took 19 shot attempts, put up a nice 50 DK point. So I have absolutely no issues going to him. We talked about you know a guy like Vucevic, who a lot of other people, along with both of us, um, are going to get some shares in. And he's 2100 less on DK. So it's really yeah. going to come down to construction and if you have the extra money or not, if you want to spend up on it. Otherwise, I'm not going to really go to anybody else. Uh, Napier makes for a, a solid cash option. Um, he's 5-1 on DK. He puts up that, you know, 24 to 30 on a night-to-night basis. Uh, Chicago has mm-hmm. been pretty good at defending opposing backcourts. So I don't mind looking at him in cash. I don't think he has the tournament appeal for me in this kind of matchup. And then on the Chicago side, uh, Zach Levine, a little bit of revenge narrative, but he's priced up 9K on DK. Probably won't get too many shares of him at 9K. Uh, there's just so many other options. I mean, Trey Young's only $500 more, so I'd much rather go there. Uh, you know, the one spot I think we could look at is a guy like Cornette. I don't think they'll be able to get away with using marketing on Carl Anthony Towns. So this should be a game with uh, Cornette seed. Um, his minutes somewhere in the mid to high 20s rather than 15 against Milwaukee like the last one. So 4700 is a fair price tag for him. It is. He's cheap on both sites. Cornette's the only guy from this game I'm even looking at, and it sounds weird. to. That's how crazy DFS is. It's the weirdest guys that come into play. But, you know, if if uh, it remains the same situation where, where Cornette's going to get that 25, maybe even up to 30-minute run, uh, the, the guy can hit some threes. Minnesota's not the best defensively, and he's uh, a great bargain. So I could uh, consider him. Other than that, I don't like anybody at all from this game. This is probably my least favorite game on the whole slate. I just think Chicago's backcourt plays too good a defense. I don't want to spend ten grand for, for Cat. So I'm ready to move on. Let's keep the train moving. Denver Nuggets 30 and 13, Houston Rockets 26 and 16. Uh, very interesting game. You got super fast Houston and super slow Denver. Uh, two different worlds colliding there in Houston. Uh, should make for a very very interesting game. Uh, pricing's odd, man. The, you know who the most expensive guy um, uh, as far as centers go on. I don't know if he is on DraftKings. The most expensive center on the entire slate for, on FanDuel is the Joker. He's all the way up to 10-4, so I'm not sure what that's all about. But there, there's no way I think he's worth that kind of money. Even uh, with Houston's pace, Capella can defend. And, you know, the, the, the problem is Denver has a million guys out here. So, you know... I don't think that always equates, though, to the joke, everything falling falling on the joker's shoulders. I think what it does is it elevates uh, Will Barton. Uh, he is massively in play for me. Uh, it also gives you your value plays that you're looking for, uh, like a Michael Porter Jr., um, maybe a Monte Morris. I think those guys are all reasonable plays. Um on the Houston side, I'll just tell you this, and then I'll let you uh, game script it out for us a little bit. But uh, I don't want to pay up for Harden or Westbrook against a Denver team that plays good defense, even though they're shorthanded. Uh, they still have some good defenders out there. 
they play at a very slow pace, very deliberate pace. And I think, you know, uh, from a price standpoint, uh, 11 for James Harden is uh, on a game, a slate like this against a slow team. Uh, just seems a little bit too painful. And a $10,000 tag for Westbrook, same thing. So what do you think? Yeah, I'm kind of with you with the studs. I mean, Harden's been in a slump. He's, uh, he's shooting about like 35% over the past five games. Even yeah, before yeah. then, he has a couple of games with like 20-something percent sprinkled in there. So he's he's definitely slumping. Um, you know, that's kind of why we're seeing around 11-2 instead of 12-4, 12-5 like he was earlier in the season. So he's going to buck that trend eventually. If you want to take a couple stabs at him in GPPs, I'm, gonna not, I'm not going to knock you. But in, in the grand scheme of things, um, I probably won't have too much of him. And then on the Houston side, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, on the um, on the Denver side. Oh, I'm sorry. Before I bounce away, Capella's in a great spot. He, he always does well against Denver. Um, Seventy five hundred is a great price tag for him. So I don't. Yeah, I don't his mind price has dropped for sure. Yeah, he tends to do he tends to do well uh, against Denver in his career. So yeah. I don't I don't I don't mind taking a look at him. Um, Michael Porter Jr. is not a value play over here on DraftKings. Sixty six hundred. Um, you know, priced up after that big game. And this is where I'm kind of left with Plumlee out there. We're going to have to see how this game goes. I tend to think that they're really not going to use too much of a backup center. They're going to run a little bit more small ball. They'll probably do a couple lineups with Grant at center when PJ Tucker goes there. Both teams will just agree to go with that instead of having to use any of their backup bigs. That's kind of the approach I'm taking. Maybe you can uh, chime in and let me know what you'll think on that. On which guy did you say? Who caught coach watching the game. Uh, basically, what what do you think? How do you think uh, Denver is going to use you know backup bigs going against Houston? Do you think it just ends up being a small ball game? We end up seeing a little bit more uh, Grant at center going against PJ Tucker. Uh, you know, the problem is I think the fact that the Joker will be on the floor for probably extended minutes means that Capella has to stay out there. I mean, there's they can't live with P.J. Uh, trying to guard the Joker. I know he plays everybody, but he's just so much smaller. Um, so I think the bigs play. I think that, uh, you know, I think that, that you'll see both of those guys in there, and that's, you know, that's why I'm with you. I think Capella is a reasonable play. So, and, and Denver doesn't want to go small because they don't want to get into a running game with Houston at all. They want that slow, deliberate pace, you know, run the ball, the offense through the Joker at the top of the key. Very, you know, I mean, more. Uh, I, I'm thinking. I think more or less for like the 13 or 14 minutes when Joker comes off. What I think that we might end up seeing is, uh, you know, staggered minutes where we'll see. You know, Grant's most likely going to start at the four, but yeah. maybe they maybe the Joker staggers off a couple of minutes earlier. Uh, they end up sliding Grant over the five, vice versa. Uh, Porter might slide up to the four. I just don't think that we can expect them. They don't really have a backup center. I well, mean, the next option would be Hernan Gomez. Gomez. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hernan Gomez will probably be the wild card to grab that 13, 14 minutes, I would think. Uh, and, that's, I mean, that's and that's, I think, only if, if Houston needs to use Hartenstein, which, I mean, I'm sure they will give him a little bit of run, but at the end of the day, they could just play P.J. Tucker at center. Uh, Denver would be perfectly fine with doing that, like uh, with a second unit kind of small ball, because we've seen them, you know, run the Austin Rivers, uh, Mclemore, Daniel House, PJ Tucker, 
yeah. um, lineup out there plenty of times. And in that case, it's just throw throw Granite to five, maybe Hernan Gomez. Even Hernan Gomez, we can even play the five in that. You're right. I, so. just, I just don't think Malone, I mean, he is not going to want to get any pace in this game at all. So the smaller he goes and the, you know, the quicker the game gets, that's just naturally how it generally works. So, right. you know, I mean that I would think that's the case. I mean, the last thing I'd want to do is go small ball and try to run with Houston when my, my uh, strength is half court set and, you know, use a most. Block. So we'll see. I mean, you know, it, it, a lot of it will dictate on the rotation and, and how that goes. But, you know, I think uh, Houston has not played good ball. They have not looked great. But uh, Denver certainly undermanned here, and they're going to need somebody other than the Joker to step up. I like your Barton call. Yeah, I think Barton's just a, a great play. Uh, you know, his price is keeps floating up, but, you know, he's earning it. Uh, he's 6,500 now on FanDuel, which, you know, he was in the 5,000, high 5,000s there for a long time. I mean, he's more expensive than Tobias Harris and Danilo Gallinari and Gordon Hayward. So, yeah, you know, it, it is a sacrifice a little bit to pay that kind of price for him. But, you know, he, I think he's, if this game's going to stay close, he may be the key to it. Uh, and they always have the chance of a Michael Beasley or Monte Morris stepping up. Uh, you know, having a really good game too. So, you know, anything's th- possible there. I like, I think I like Beasley a little bit more uh, compared to Morris in this matchup. Uh, you've, you've the one that you touched on Westbrook's defense all season long. Morris uh, starting, give me the guy that is not getting Westbrook. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. No doubt about it. My son just gave me the thumbs down. So the Mavericks mm-hmm. lost. So I'm not happy about that whatsoever. So we'll share that live on the air. Um, not good, and we lose uh, Powell for the season. Sort of a sad day right now for the Mavs, but we'll figure it out. Always we do. We'll figure it out. Yep. Uh, all right. Anybody else from Denver? Uh, I mean, that's a lot of guys we mentioned. Really. Uh, but, no, you know, I mean, <clears throat> you touched on Jokic's price tag. Uh, that's another big discrepancy. He's only 9,200 on DK, so he's still an option over here on DK at that price tag. I generally don't target too many centers, but with all these bodies out, you have to imagine that like 80% of this offense is going to flow through him. Uh, fast pace. This could be one of those triple-double atmosphere type games for Jokic. So keeping him in my player pool at 92, Barton will be in there, and then I will keep a little bit of Beasley. Other than that, no other options. Not really looking at anybody on Houston. See, that's another one. He's 92 on DraftKings. He's 10-4 on, on FanDuel. So some somebody's numbers are out of whack here. I, I can't quite put my uh, finger on it. I think it's DK's. DK. Interesting. I've seen like six six guys. I mean, we've talked about you know Kyle Lowry uh, only being 66. Siakam's only yeah. 69. You got uh, Jokic is only 92. Beal is only 72. So I think it's DraftKings that's made some kind of odd adjustment here with with something. I, I don't know. Interesting, man. So keep an eye on that for sure. Bargain. There's some bargain basement stuff, no doubt about it. All right. Would it be okay with you if we move on to game 10? Oh, I'm more than okay. I'm actually kind of excited. Fantastic. Nine o'clock. Indiana Pacers 28 and 16, Phoenix Suns 18 and 25. Um, another intriguing game. 
they have priced my DeAndre Ayton, who I've been playing every game, all the way up to 82. And he, I played him at 65 and 64 and 67. So I'm a little angry about this Aiton pricing because it, it sort of takes him out of play for me. But, um, you know, I don't know, dude. I, I guess Sabonis is always playable. I, I love Sabonis. I'll Tell me his price. i got to hear about it. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. 91. He's now up there. Yeah, he's, yeah DraftKings he's, is broken. It, it, what's DraftKings? Uh, 79. What? I'll be playing a lot of Sabonis at that price tag. I'm telling you, maybe you're, that this is why you you've heard me say right off the top, I'm going this fair balance approach pretty often. You know, we're just talking about so many guys that between that six and eight K range where you can just play five, Crazy. and all of them have that 50 plus point upside as well. I I have not, and I you know I look at this every day. This is by far the biggest discrepancy in in salaries i've seen i think you know i'll be very very light on fandal and i'm gonna load up and take advantage of these uh bargain guys on DraftKings. although they're gonna you know we're not the only ding dongs out there doing that i'm sure we'll get a lot of ownership on these guys with the the sale price uh for them but hey you know sometimes chalk tastes they're gonna pair they're gonna pair them though coach that's where we're getting our edge we're not playing those studs. They're gonna they're gonna see a 12 game slate. They're gonna see all this value, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, I can play James Harden, get Sabonis, Bradley Beal in it as well." And we're gonna say, "Hey, you you know what? You have your James Harden. That's okay. Yeah, we'll have our, our Sabonis, our Kyle Lowry, our Bradley Beals, our Vucevics, and another guy in there as well, and we'll be good to go." So there's many I'm different combinations that we'll be able to mess around with. I'll have some fun. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I can tell you right now, I am not going to roster Harden, Westbrook, LeBron, or AD, and Luke is not playing. So those are the five, and you know, Trey Young's the next one up price-wise. Ooh, you're going to disrespect Giannis like that? He's oh, not Giannis, on the slate, but yeah, you didn't mention yeah, him. I, that's because he's not <laughs> in. The, yeah, well, that's because he's even one level above those guys. Probably, he's probably number one, but. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm with you. I think uh, I think you can on. make real, some really real fun quick, items. Coach. I wanted to ask you about something now that we're talking about it. Little sure. little sidetrack. We're almost we're almost done. So, did you see the the uh, the uh, in the post game of the Warriors last post game? D'Angelo Russell wearing a Green Bay Packers jersey. Was that just because the Packers playing? Yes, obviously. Or is it some more tinfoil hat talk? Green Bay, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Talking about the you know the trade talk and you know Giannis mm. talking to Curry after the game, them kind of saying, oh, you know maybe we'll wait until after the season. Uh, you know they will hold on, we'll hold on to Russell. This we'll hold on to Russell. We're not going to trade him during by the trade deadline. We're going to wait until after the year just to see you know test the waters. I, I don't know, man. This is so you think scary. Giannis is going to end up in Golden State? Is what I, you're trying to say? No, I don't think that. I think there's probably an 80, 89% chance he's a buck, and then there's that small 11% chance he could be in Golden State. Nowhere else, wow. though. Wow. Wouldn't that be something if they just they went from the worst team in the league, which they could end up with, like, the first pick in the draft, exactly. and then they get Clay, Curry, and somebody like Giannis? <laughs> well, the first first pick, D'Angelo Russell might be able to – first pick, D'Angelo Russell, throw in a couple other – I can net you Giannis maybe. I, I, you know, that's going to be – listen, if, if you have a guy saying, I'm, I'm, you know, there's a chance I walk 
that that's probably a pretty phenomenal offer. You, you, it's hard to turn that down. Well, it is. And, you know, before this season, I would have said, no way. I think Giannis will be a buck for life. But I that that seems like the chatter is getting in his ear a little bit. Uh, but, you know, it all have to do with how the season goes as well. Milwaukee very, very easily could be in the NBA championship and re- represent the East because they are looking like they're, they're going to be goes through Milwaukee. Yeah. So, you know, all that, that will come into play as well. So anyway, interesting. Yeah, it's always interesting to see. That's one thing the NBA does very well is they, they keep – uh, you know, everybody's interest in and out of season. I'm sure as soon as the season end, ends, it'll be uh, big news for sure. All right, man. 9.30 game. San Antonio Spurs, 19-23. and 23. New Orleans Pelicans, 17-27. and 27. Uh, This is the ESPN game because we all know that this is Zion Williamson's first NBA game. So that's going to be extremely exciting to see uh again from what i read he's supposed to start no limits restriction but i'm you know i think if you play him you've got to have some courage because first first game in the nba and being out that long um i I just don't know if i have the courage to do it are you gonna do it I'll play a couple shares. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 5K on DraftKings. I think he's 47 on FanDuel, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so fair price tags. Actually, very tempting price tags. If we see, I'm not. I'm not sold that there's no minute restriction or any sort. Maybe maybe there isn't any restrictions in place. Like he could he could right. play 36. He's not going to play 30. No. Uh, he'll probably they play got, 20, He's their 22. future. There's just yeah. no way. Yeah. So, but could he get to 25 or 30 in in 22 minutes? Absolutely. Um, so. Uh, I think I think if you want to, you know, I probably feel a little bit more comfortable about him in tournaments just because of that floor and the ceiling and not knowing what to expect necessarily. Uh, but a few shares. Don't go overboard. I think, you know, having a few shares is because he's that type of guy where he's a slate breaker. At that price tag, he's an absolute slate breaker. It's going to happen one way or the other. He is going to absolutely crush this slate. He's going to draw a ton of ownership. And he's either going to bust and he's going to sink a lot of people. Or he's going to draw a ton of ownership, absolutely come out here and destroy and make anybody who didn't play him look stupid. Do you, you know, he's $4,500 on FanDuel. Okay. okay? He's sa- he sandwiched in between. This I'm not shitting you. He's sandwiched in between Willie Cauley-Stein and Jonathan Williams from Washington. So, I mean, he could easily be the highest owned player on the slate. And, you know... I don't know how I'm not sure you can pass them up at 4,500 bucks. It's just, it's craziness. Uh, San Antonio is not the the defensive team uh, that, that anybody thought they would be. I mean, they have some decent uh, point guard defenders, but really, you know, in inside, they don't stop much and that's where he does all his damage. So, you know, it, it might just be nice to say, I had I took down something first first game ever by Zion. Wouldn't that be cool? Us and the other 87 other percent people that are going to probably roster. Yeah, I think we've seen. Uh, I'm you know I'm trying to remember exactly which players they were. Several rookie debuts where just bananas happened. Some of the best you know some of the best slate breaking days 
of the year happened on rookie debut. So proceed with caution. Uh, get shares, though. I mean, just uh, simply enjoy the game and watch it televised. There's so many reasons why his ownership's going to be high, but how do you not want a few shares of Zion just to, just to have it? I, I can't see not doing I'm that. shocked that they didn't price him higher. I really am. I, well, the I minutes. The minutes. And I, I know that's DK's algorithm takes minutes into account uh, drastically. And that's why yeah. we see so many underpriced guys. Because even if you look at, um, you know, a guy like Sabonis, we were just talking about him in the last game. He's 7,900. Uh, he's had two games in the past four where he's played less than 30 minutes, one with 28 and one with 26. That's kind of why the algorithm in both those games, 21 points and then 20 in the other. The algorithm's off in it. So that's what's messing it up. It just doesn't take into the fact that he put up about 40 uh, DK points for about 20 straight games prior to that. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, it, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, it almost is to the point, though, where you have to play him as a blocker because – everybody's going to play him. So, you know, you almost want to have him in there just in case he does go off. I mean, everybody's going to be rostering him at that price, national TV game, all the hype. Um, yeah, interesting, man. Um, what what else from this game do you like? Uh, Spurs, Pelican side, you know, got a lot of pace with the Pelicans for sure. So, yeah, so I'll just keep going with the with the Pelicans while we're at them. Uh, probably won't get to too much Ingram at 8,900. Drew Holiday is back, absolutely exploded in that last game, 7 out of 10 from three-point range. Uh, 8,100 is a fair price tag for Drew, we, but we've already mentioned several other point guards. So um, taking a stance, probably won't have too much Drew. Um you know, Melly is, I think, a decent value play we could look at. The, the only thing that worries me is the Zion being back now. Uh, we saw him kind of take advantage of the extended run he was given when Jackson Hayes was struggling against Memphis and came out there and put up almost 30 DK points. Um, he's an option, but it might be just like a tournament option. wouldn't trust it in the cash for the Zion coming back, but no. that's probably it. Not going to be getting too much Alonzo ball. It won't be playing too much Redick or any of those guys. Um, it's really just going to be a little bit of Zion. And that's that's about it for New Orleans. And then on the San Antonio side, uh, you know, I got to look at DeRozan. He's just been in such like, such yeah. rare form. He's It's almost like Wiggins when Wiggins was playing point guard. It's like now you got to look at this guy. Uh, these scoring-dependent wings, when they do start contributing in the other stats, it's the only thing that we're missing. Uh, we yeah. know DeRozan can go out there and pour in 20 to 30 points every single night. When you're telling me he's shipping it, you know, eight or nine assists and then another eight and nine rebounds, sign me up. I'm good with that. 8,200, more than a fair price tag. I will definitely have some shares. And they always tempt me. Whenever I really want to play DeRozan, they just throw Aldridge at me at like a significantly cheaper salary. So he's only uh, 6,800. Um, yeah. It's tempting, man. I mean, in the past three games, he's paying that off 35, 36, and 37 DK points. So in the past three, 68, um, that's more than 5X. So yeah, those two pop, guys. popping threes, too. I couldn't, I can't believe he's making as many threes as he has been, too. Well, Crazy. He's, been, he's been in a slump. Um, you know, when you prior to those games, he had a couple games where he was struggling. Um, I think it was against Miami and Toronto, and I I, I think we touched on it. Um, I played him in Atlanta. I think I was on the show with you, and I said, play him. He's going to get out of the slump. It was a couple tough games, a couple tough matchups, yeah. um, and it is. It's perfect. He, he's right out of it. It's LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, there's nothing about a mid-range jumper that anybody can really defend when it's LaMarcus Aldridge shooting it. It's one of those patented shots that we'll remember for a long time. Um, you know, Let me ask you this quiz question. How many times – has LaMarcus Aldridge surpassed 40 
fantasy points in his last 10 outing? Uh, maybe I would say maybe once. Uh, he that's that's kind of what's keeping that that price tag down, but um, is very very consistent. So if you're looking at cash games, um, am I right? I didn't check. Is it is it was it even zero worse? zero? So yeah, I, I didn't think it was um you know up there. I, I know he's just basically floating usually around that. 35 to 38 point range and some of those 10 are 31 29 23 18 very uh risky for a guy on vandal that's 7500 oh, yeah. i don't think i'd pay 75 68 is stomach i no. get stomach you're gonna see people stack in this game because everybody's gonna watch it it's on espn it, you know that always gets it but i wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole i i think to Rosen certainly deserves to be played. You don't, I mean, you don't think uh, Aldridge can teach the rook something? No, no, yeah. not at I think, all. I think I think he, if he wanted to, if they really want to go that route, he can abuse this team down low, especially if Derek Favor sits out. Uh, he's going to have two young, uh, inexperienced guys with Jackson Hayes. You know, you and, just said Derek Favors shits out, just so you know. That he might, he might, he might shit out too. To be he honest. may shit out. He has shit out when I've played him before. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Who is it? I think somebody had a somebody had a shit out last um, last season where they literally came out in the post game and they said, "Now nah, I had to leave because I had to go to the bathroom." Uh, I can't, I can't well, you know, it. Drummond, somebody brought it up, on, and if you watch it, it's honest to God truth. After the first quarter, Drummond always runs to go to the bathroom in the locker room. It's the weirdest thing in the world. So I don't know. Maybe better, he gets better the, than uh, having to do it out there. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the opposite question now. DeMar DeRozan, how many times over 40 fantasy points in his last 10? Uh, I would say eight. Eight or nine. I know he's just been absolutely crushing. Well, you got to pick eight or nine. I'm not going to let you choose. Both. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to say eight. It is eight. All you right. win both showcases, including he had a 51, a 52, a 63. So I mean, you know, he is playing some ball. So he's, he's for me, I I like I like the DeRozan Zion plays, even though they're going to be ten thousand percent owned. I I think they're they're both really good plays though. All I'm right. gonna be a chalk donkey tomorrow. It looks like. It's okay. No worries. Yeah. No worries. All right. Last yeah. game, if you don't mind. Um, it is 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern time game. Utah Jazz somehow 30 and 13. How the hell are the Jazz 30 and 13? That baffles me. I don't think they're any good. Uh, I'm I'm in a I have no idea. Golden State ten and thirty five. So you got Utah at Golden State. There's a complete diverse couple of teams going in different directions. So what do you think, man? Yeah, so I'll start with the away team. Um, I I definitely think Mitchell and Gobert fabulous spots for them. You're you're paying up for a premium. Um, Gobert's eighty five hundred on DK, uh, but you know he crushed him for forty seven DK points. He's averaging it in three matchups this season. He's averaging sixteen points and sixteen rebounds um, across those three games. So I, I don't have any issues. It's just we talked about a bunch of centers. Now we're getting to the end of the night. Now we start having to you know compare and do some apples to apples comparisons. So oh, does he wait, make- I don't want to interrupt you. Who's averaging 16 points and 16 rebounds? Uh, Gobert's averaging 16 points and 16 rebounds against the against Warriors. The three Warriors games? Yeah. 
holy crap you know how do you not how do you not play him yeah it's it's and it's not like it's fluky it's the, the warriors <laughs> they can't defend much is this so, game blow out though that's the other question and yes that's another thing we have to take into account so all with all the perspectives given like you know treat it treat it as such if you're going to get some shares maybe on the other side and you want to run it back with them that's when it probably makes a little bit more sense if you just want to get some late game exposure you know proceed with caution a little bit more and uh yeah if you're scripting it for a blowout don't touch them it's you know pretty much kind of how you're going to come down to game scripting it the same could be said for mitchell um, you know, he's been balling out in this perform- in this uh, matchup as well. Average of 27 points in the three games that they've placed, 43 DK points. So right around that 5X value at 7,800. So we could feel a little bit, you know, pretty good about him. And, you know, Ingles' price tag is dropping a little bit on DK with Conley coming back. So he's, uh, he's you know, down to 5,300. I, I like him in this matchup. I'm not going to go overboard just because, you know, we got guys like Zion for cheaper and some other values that we could turn to. And then on Golden State, um, not really going to probably play much at all, to be honest. I don't really like oh. too much over here. D'Angelo Russell's 8K. Um, he's been playing well, but it's, you know, it's, it's a tough matchup. It's Golden State. He's averaging 41 DK points against them. He's only played against them two games this season. He was out for one of those games. Um, might've been the shoulder when the shoulder was bothering him, but he's been on a tear, uh, 50 points over the, at least 50 DK points over the past two games. It's just tough. Um, you know, I, I can't forget about guys like Kyle Lowry, Lou Williams, and some of these other guards that we talked about. So, you know, maybe in lineups where I'm not getting exposure to them and I want to get some late game hammer exposure, I'll take a shot on them. You know, I'm not going to have any exposure to this game. You know, I just, Rudy Gobert is an even 10,000 on Fandle. That, that's ludicrous, man. I mean, we're talking, so, you know, he's got to get get. 50 fantasy points just to slip by value. And Gobert, I mean, I, I just don't I, – I mean, I know those stats are those stats, but it, you know how many times he's done that in the last several games? Twice. So, you know, and he puts a lot of 31s, 37s, 41s, 46s. You know, that's just not going to cut it. And I, I want no exposure there. I think this game could blow out. I think the rest of the uh, Jazz share the ball. You know, Draymond's playing, you know, Pascal and, and Spellman and D'Angelo and, and Lee. It's just too much to go around. And I, you know, I know it's the late night hammer. It's the only 10 o'clock game. But don't force it in, man. I, you know, if I don't like anybody in this game, and I think the best fate of the entire night is everybody's going to look at that stat and say 16 and 16 for the three games against Golden State, and they're going to try to pay 10 grand for Rudy Gobert, which I think is insane. No, you don't pay it. You don't pay 10 grand for Rudy. You pay uh, DK if you want to pivot off of Usovic for $200 more. It makes sense. 8500 is a fantastic price tag. It's just at the end of the day, however, you're game scripting this and what your other, you know, how many lineups you're running out there and all the other factors that we have to take into. Uh, you know, our slates when we're building our lineups, but I'm with coach 10 K is too much for me. You know, I, it's going to be funny. I, I can't wait to see my, my final cash lineup in DK and my final cash lineup in uh, FanDuel. I, I may only have like one or at most two guys the same just because of all of the pricing differences. It, it is so weird. Yeah. There's, there's some serious discrepancies. Yeah, it's, it's crazy stuff. 
All right, man. Anything else on the slate that you'd like to discuss? Uh, you want to discuss yes, the price of actually. tea? And, oh, really? I was yes. teasing. No, I oh. know. I know. I actually do have one more thing. God, I fell I asleep 10 minutes it. ago, brother. I know. I know. But this we is, didn't, this, I didn't is my, this is a recording right now talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm touching back to that 7 o'clock game with the Pistons. We didn't mention shooting guards. I, I always touch on it. Shooting guards versus the Kings are a real thing. So um, keep an eye on, you know, guys like Svee and Bruce Brown. Uh, they'll fly under the radar. They're both around that mid-fours range. Um, they should be decent value plays. Well, Svee's my hero. I mean, Saturday I had Svee and Marcus Smart, uh, and they both went bananas. Uh, had my best day of the year uh, with those two guys leading. You don't expect those those two to drop a combined 17 threes but sure. they did so that was uh, pretty cool all right now i'm done um, Let's go. all right thank god um all right i think we've got it that should give you a real good solid look uh at the 12 game slate tomorrow things become normal the rest of the week three games on thursday that's very doable nice little uh 11 games on Friday, so we're back to uh, that's getting a little spicy. Five Saturday and uh, seven on on a Sunday, so we've got what a, it's going to be a nice DFS week here, no doubt about it. So, all right, man, that is it. Uh, great job. Uh, hopefully, everybody enjoys this. They'll have all day to listen to it because it'll take all day to listen to, uh, but. Uh, you know, hopefully that helps you in some of your builds and getting things going. All right, I'm going to sign us out. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for Hoopball NBA DFS today. For our other two pros, Miles and Andrew, and for my man, Mike Apatry, I'm Coach. We'll catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS. Good luck. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.